0: Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always glad to have this man back. He calls me his brother from another mother, and I agree wholeheartedly with that. It's Kevin McGarry. He is the uh, the founder and president of Every Black Life Matters. Kevin, so good to see you again, man. I'm glad to have you on. How are you? Thank you,
1: Joe. It's a pleasure to be here, man. It's always good to be with you, brother.
0: You, you know, it's interesting because last time I had you on, this is how, how I think brainwashed some people are. Somebody wrote me, why would you have Black Lives Matter on? Why would you have the bottom give them you know, and I'm, I'm thinking, come on, man, watch. It's every back, uh, black life matters. And everything you said in that interview was about togetherness and not divisiveness right. and that we are brothers and that, you know, we can do better than we're doing in every community. Uh, do you ever get that kind of backlash? Well, why would you ever be black lives matter? I, I love the name of the group because if you've got a brain and you're listening to it, every black life matters means something, but they it get does. confused. Yes. Do you ever get any, any blowback from that or not? Uh, we
1: do, we do periodically. People they 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 make assumptions. They presume that we're connected. They presume we're the same. Uh, and uh, but you know, I encourage people look just go to the website. I mean, we we talk about you know all of that, uh, and it, just read what we're about. I mean, we're about every single black life. Yes, uh, all lives don't matter until every single black life matters, right? And we know that black lives have been targeted by. Margaret Sanger and Planned Parenthood. So that's really fundamentally what we're trying to illuminate is that there's a real uh, discrepancy. There's a disproportional plight here still targeted on blacks. And uh, and then additionally, all the other stuff that we stand for, for fatherhood, free markets and capitalism, school choice, uh, nuclear family. Yes, yes.
0: you know, all those things. And, and actually, all those things are against what the group Black Lives Matter says it's for. <laughs> it took its charter down off the website, but you and I know what they said. They were against yep. um, uh, fathers in the house, the nuclear family. They were pushing yep. LGBTQXYZ uh, stuff on our kids. Um, and then they changed the website to make it look like it really was about black lives. It's really not. Um, the, the website is everyblm.com. Everyblm.com. Go there. And again, it's, yeah. Kevin, it's Kevin McGarry. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. So the, if you can just go there. You get, you get all the information about our uh, organization, what we're doing, and, and uh, how we're really distinctly, starkly different from BLM. So, yeah, go to the site, everyblm.com.
0: Why did Black Lives Matter work, do you think, Kevin? Was it because they guilted uh, the white liberals out there? They, they made black people, young black people especially, really believe that police were targeting them and that white people hated them? Why are they so successful when you and I both know this is just a scam to make money?
1: Yeah, so I th- there was a couple things that happened here. I think first what we saw for nine minutes and forty five seconds was appalling, right? Uh, with with uh, the neck on uh, with the with the knee on the neck for George Floyd yes, during that time. We agree. So everybody had their own sensibilities about how horrific that was, and then uh, and then Black Lives Matter took full advantage of the situation, but they used the shakedown techniques. Of Operation Push and you know sharpton and and jesse jackson 's organization and they they basically guilted in my opinion these these corporations, these sport teams, uh, and a lot of individuals who really believe that they were sincere about trying to protect black lives, but they, you know, if we had listened to them carefully, we would have heard that they only, they said they would only do one thing, and that's to protect against police brutality. And mostly, if not exclusively, it would be police brutality of, of white police officers against a, a black uh, citizen. Right. So, if you know, that was really all they were all about, period, hard stop, end of story. And so all of the fraud, malfeasance, and all these things that come out you know we only have what less than a handful of actual altercations between white police officer and and, and black citizen right. uh that turn into tragedies a year we only have a handful a relative handful and so if that's all your your organization is about why do you need over a billion dollars and that was just a lot of money uh for 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 nothing uh for guilting and so that's that's what happened. And and, so we and, this, and,
0: right? Well, I'm glad that you've exposed that, and I've been trying to expose it as well. I don't know of anybody who thinks it's okay to have your knee on, on somebody's neck until he dies. Um, everybody was against that. This guy was charged. He was he was tried. He was found guilty. I think he's appealing, but he was found guilty. The guy Chauvin should not have done what he did, and when something is wrong, when you do something that breaks the law and you bring injustice to people, there's hell to pay in our society. So why did we have to burn down 300 businesses in, in Minneapolis? What? Why do we have to have three men? for the uh, the founders of Black Lives Matter in Toluca Lake, Atlanta, and in Canada. I mean, these mansions by, on average are about four or five million each. And, and, and now you've got a lawsuit where members of the group or those who are activists who thought they were working with a really righteous group are suing about $10 million that just has gone missing. So, I mean, h- how does it get to that point? It, were people blinded by what they thought they were achieving? Uh, because, again, you, you mentioned it, the sports teams with Black Lives Matter on, on the basketball court or we have to stop and take a knee and if you argue about the knee, you're a racist. I mean, how, they were able to do that to make these corporations at least give the image that, hey, we're four black people, we're not racist. But what about the people who act- actually thought they were helping they're the ones that really got yeah, defrauded I mean, right yeah
1: completely defrauded here here's what happened i mean we have i think we have five or six mansions the one in canada you mentioned. is oh, it five or six think, now yeah well yeah there's four i think the uh Kohler's has four of them here in wow, california wow and then there's at least one o- uh, one other place and then one in canada so i think there's five or six i'm not sure but uh so here's the thing uh you know Uh, And then you have the the guy who's, uh, you know, uh, they don't know where $10 million went uh, in the past uh, less than 24 months. So and so all of the other organizations, the grassroots organizations are actually bringing a lawsuit against the one guy who absconded with $10 million and he's calling them racist. He's saying, look, you're white supremacist and racist because you're using the legal system. Uh, the white supremacist and racist legal system wow. to, to sue me and, and to call into question my activities, and so it, it never ends. I, I hope people really understand what went on here. This was a uh, complete mess uh, from the very beginning. So here's the thing: we were a lot of people were giving Black Lives Matter a lot of money, and then that uh, what they were doing is automatically turn around, giving that 501c3 money to a 501c4 act blue. Uh, those those monies went into those Democrat campaigns during uh, 2019. Right. Additionally, they were using that those monies to bail out people who had just uh, perpetrated heinous crimes. And so and they think that was just there were that's a justice movement. That's what justice looks like. And uh, so really, they had a lot of money that they really didn't know what to do with. And when you have that situation where people who really don't aren't business people and they don't really know what to do, uh, there's going to be a lot of malfeasance and fraud that goes along with that. And so I think what we're seeing is the outcome of that, all of those efforts, um, which is it's, it's really a tragedy because it is. the black community suffered disproportionately over any other ethnicity over the past 18, 20, 24 months because, not only because Black Lives Matter and Antifa burned down black and brown businesses in our communities, but we also had COVID on top of that. And so these mothers, who single mothers who wanted to go to work but didn't go to work because their kids didn't go to school and all those, there's, there's ways there's, 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 uh, reasonable uh, ways that Black Lives Matter could have used some of those funds to help those families that were in that kind of right. conundrum. Do I go to work? Do I stay home? Well, how and and on it. top of
0: that, uh, Kevin, think about it. With the whole defund the police movement that was spearheaded by Black Lives Matter, black communities yep. aren't even getting the policing that they deserve. They aren't getting the safety and security they deserve because one, cops are afraid to go and do anything lest be called a racist. Um, and two, you've got very loud voices on people whose faces happen to be black Who are saying we hate the police so that's a did they do that on purpose did they want to make crime worse in black neighborhoods does that somehow help them well yeah so so ultimately we have to understand where this whole this whole thing is going towards
1: it's going towards a great reset they want to set us up for a global great reset the more chaos we can have in our streets the more uh the calamity the more destruction if you will that we have in the streets of america then, uh, you know, the guy in the White House who's not even really there, but the, the puppet the, the puppet masters right. who were pulling his strings and speaking in his ear uh, will tell him, look, uh, it's time to declare a, a global emergency. Uh, we need to fall in with the World Economic Forum and and uh, the Great Reset and and just become part of the global community so they can send in UN peacekeepers and have those folks as part of our streets. Now, a lot of your, your listeners would probably say, oh, that's conspiracy. It's not conspiracy, folks. No,
0: it's happening. This
1: yeah. is the plan. Just just listen to Klaus Schwab, listen to you know Yuri, Harim, whoever his name, whatever his name is, yes. the prophet. Listen to all these folks who are part of the World Economic Council, uh, World Economic Forum. And 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 this is this is the this is the plan. So what they use, they use these Agitator, just community organizer type organizations within America to do as much chaos and destruction as they can. So ultimately we'll fall in with the global community.
0: And, and add to that open borders, because open borders is very important. Oh, if, we're, if we're not a sovereign a nation, then we need the yeah. world to somehow protect us and rule us. This is about ruling yeah. us. This is about a world kingdom and people need to wake up to that. It's Kevin McGarry. He's the founder and president. Of Every black life matters. Go to everyblm.com. Everyblm.com. I want to talk about fathers because you're, you're a big time pro nuclear fan family guy you're a pro yep. fathers make a huge difference listen i growing up i was afraid of my father my mother supported me like crazy and i love my mother but she wasn't the, the, the disciplinarian if my father okay. gave me the look i was going to get in line a lot of these That's stories right. that we're finding today, two of them recently in Memphis, disgusting, heinous crimes, we know these people either A, have a long criminal record where they should never have been out, or B, um, they didn't have a father figure at home and, and their reality is BLM hating on white people or, or Phil and the Blake organization hating on black people. Whatever it happens to be, it sets them on a path that says killing white people today makes sense. The guy yesterday or the day before killed four white people and there's a video of him saying, I'm going to go kill some white people. I'm going to kill a white grandmother in front of her grandkids. Kevin, how do we, how do we get back to where instead of 70 plus percent of black babies born to one parent households, how do we get back to where it was 50, 60, 70 years ago where black and white households were both 70, 80% mother, father, kids? How do we get back to that?
1: Yeah, so actually in the from the nineteen thirties to nineteen fifties, right before LBJ declared a war in the black family, uh, we actually had approximately ninety percent wow. uh fathers actually in and as part of the black nuclear family. Uh since LBJ did his thing, he said we're gonna have these N-words voting for us for the next two hundred years, and right. he rolled out his scam with welfare and everything else. Uh, we've had a destruction of the black family and the number one uh, target was the the male, the father and, as part of the nuclear family. So as a result of that, we see what happens. Like your father, my father was also a disciplinarian even though he was an alcoholic and he was gone in his mind for all of my formative years. He came home every single night and with that threat of him being the disciplinarian of the household, I stayed in school and I did what I was supposed to do. Yes. I was actually a top student in my school district, public school. But here's the thing. Um, there's, there's fatherhood that's, that's playing a part on the, the crime statistics that we see right now with the youth especially. But there's also critical race theory. We have our teachers that are teaching these children that look, uh, the system is rigged. It's rigged against you. You're never going to be anything. Uh, you know, all the whites have the jobs and all the whites have the money. And, you know, they're, they're, your, they're your oppressors. They're the ones that need to be, uh, you know, brought under subjection. And so what these kids do is they think, OK, well, if, if it's a zero sum game, I'm not going to get anywhere. What, what, what difference does it make if I go out and kill some whites right now? Wow. So now I think that's what the mindset that we saw with this guy in Memphis who was a mass killer. It's interesting. You know, Joe, uh, Joey. Uh, the other Joey uh, in the White House Uh, the other Joey uh, every other mass murderer he comes out and he he does his speech about the Second Amendment how we got to get rid of guns and this and that but it's interesting he didn't say anything about the heirs being killed and he didn't say anything about uh, this guy who was a mass murderer in Memphis two incidences both in Memphis and we hear nothing Uh, we we don't hear a peep
0: and and Kevin by and large the mass media has not said this was a a racial hate crime this kid is on tape with friends in the back laughing, saying he's going to kill That's some right. white people today. So this was That's a it. directed hate crime, uh, a racist hate crime, that nobody who, who claims to be the media is saying. They're just saying, that was a shooting, four people got killed. That's not way, the way it went down. Not only did he want to kill white people, he did it live on Twitter. I mean, he, yeah. he, he showed himself live killing just some white guy uh, at a convenience store. It boggles my mind. So how do we get back to it? I, I believe, and tell me if you agree with this, that when Obama was in office, that they sent out this educational thing to all kids saying, what can you do for President Obama today? What can you do for the yeah. president? And, and basically saying Obama was your dad or the government was your dad. And don't worry about it if you don't, if you don't have that family at home. Or we're going to take care of you in central government. I mean... How do we? How do we possibly turn the tide? You and I talking about it is nice, but how do we fix it?
1: Yeah. So uh, what, what I'm encouraging, we have a, a few uh, father uh, 501c3 organizations that are really focusing in on the fatherhood initiative. So I think his name was is an ex uh, Jack Brower. I think is an ex football player. Uh, he, his organization is out of Florida. They're focusing on the fatherhood thing. We are partnering with other organizations, the Woodson Center and Douglas Leadership Institute and Frederick Douglass Foundation, to also have some fatherhood initiatives to help fathers to understand: Look, you don't have to be a perfect father. You don't have. We understand it's a hookup culture, and you may have kids all over the place. But here's all you have to do: just connect with your children, so yes. they understand that they have a father, someone that loves them, someone that cares for them, and they won't look for affirmation in these other areas like gangs and all this promiscuous uh, promiscuity and all these. other things, it's important that fathers just connect with their children. Uh, We understand that for all intents and purposes, trying to say that we're going to turn the tide and actually have nuclear families again with these fathers who who may have kids all over the place, it's it's not realistic. But you can at least be connected to your children, and that can do a tremendous service to the community and to those children uh, and helping to keep them out of uh, trouble and out of crime and, and a generation of poverty. Yeah. So, uh, we, you know, if we can do that and if we can get critical race theory out of our school districts, I mean, again, the underlying message there is, look, you're a victim. Uh, you have your oppressors out here. They have all the power. They have all the money. They're going to constantly uh, belittle you and, and, and put their, their strong hand above you to make sure you don't achieve anything. And so these kids are learning that, and then they're going out and saying, well, you know, what, what difference does it make? Yeah, but the, but the reality
0: is, and you and I both know this, the reality is the educational system, are telling black and Hispanic kids, you're not as smart as whites. We have to change how we grade your, your, your test because you're not white. We, we you, you can't go and get your own photo ID from the government because you're not white. You can't get a right. lawyer or an accountant, according to Joe Biden if you're Hispanic or black. I mean, right. the, the entirety of the left, the, the radical left in this country is telling people other than whites that you're not as good as and people are believing it. And then they say, and we're the side that's going to help you. It's so stupid. Ke- Kevin, I'm almost out of time. If you got your book right there, I want you to show the book to the to people who are watching. Uh, and I want people to go Please, and get this.
1: Uh, if, if you want to understand what's going on, the name of the book is "Woke Up. The subtitle uh, down here is Finally Laying an Axe to the Taproot of of white supremacy and racism in America. I gotta tell you, Joe, you know, that that subtitle trips people out. But here's the thing: uh what what's what's refreshing about this book is literally the whole woke movement is steeped in white supremacy and racism.
0: Absolutely. What we've
1: been hearing from them when they when they say, Oh, you're a white supremacist, you're a racist, you're privileged. It's all projection. And and so this is not an ad hominem, okay. Well, they call us white supremacists and racists, so we're gonna call them. back. No, these this this is. Facts. So, what I give you are the actual literal facts about the woke movement. I love it. And I tie it to the actual actors who started it all and their exact words, their letters, and all of that. So, now you have the ability to bring your family members and friends along and help them understand look, you're actually acting, you're actually rooted in white supremacy and racism as you try to evoke. Uh, You know, social preening about being woke and all this other
0: shit. 100%. All right. Uh, Kevin, we got to go. Kevin McGarry, M C G A R Y, get his book, Woked Up. It's the word woke with a D at the end of it, Woked Up. I I urge you to get that. Kevin, come back soon. It was too long in between, okay?
1: Absolutely, brother.
0: I appreciate you. you. All right. We're back after this. Stay right here. Don't be an A dub. Stay with the Joe Pad Show. I appreciate you. We did the best we could to cram in as much news, fun, and information, and music in the four days we had this week. Hope you have a great weekend. Make sure you talk to your kids on Sunday about 9-11 if you don't mind. Uh, also, do me a favor. Figure out your favorite social media site and go and um, and sign up on my website, JoePags.com. Follow me on whichever is your favorite and make sure that you turn on notifications and so you'll find out. For Mike, who's in for Polo, for Sam, I'm Joe. Have a great weekend. We'll see you soon. This is The Joe Pike Show.